Hi everyone, and welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and <laughs> Expert Love Advice. I'm Brent Constantine, and joining me in the studio is Christine Bordelin. Hello. So on behalf of the podcast audience and the podcast staff, myself, want to welcome you back after another... Thank you. Okay, just a second. Unscheduled vacation break... You know, I haven't really heard from you for a week or so since you, you took kind of what what looked like a nap a couple episodes ago on the floor of the of the podcast studio at the end of the show. Luckily, we got to the end of the show. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you because like I can't you can't control that stuff when you're out, you're out. Well, actually, I kind of disagree with you as what you can control is if you're pumping your body full of uh you know, sick drugs that, you, you know, you find on a barge. And that seems to be something that a person could control if they had control in the first place, which I don't think you do. Uh, so, actually, you know, it I'm was pretty traumatized. Okay, so Christine, anymore, okay, so Christine, so just a second, just, just, just a second, Christine. Okay, Christine, it. okay, Christine, Christine, that's enough. Okay, that's enough out of you. So just put that mic on silent for a bit and let me say my piece here. I don't know how. Okay, Christine, I'm not sure where you were, but it seems like you went to a sassy vacation training center while you were off the air. I didn't, but... So just want to get uh, you know some of these announcements out of the way. Big first announcement, Christine, is that you really let everyone down by just kind of not showing okay. up to the podcast. And I had to bring in that, uh, that grape... That grape Shane Shane McLean oh, was a nightmare. He brought these kids in. Luckily, by the end they were gone. You know, he kept asking me, "Help me, help me find my kids." And I said, "I'm not interested." He just would not leave me alone. Can I have a ride home? Can I have some change for the bus? Can you let me use your phone so I can call the cops to look for my kids? Just on and on. Wait, like they disappeared. Where are the kids? Okay, again, see, these are the same garbage questions he was asking me. Where are the kids? Where are the kids? I don't fucking know where the kids are. Okay. I'm trying Brand to do a podcast here. They were, yeah. And wherever Brand. they are now, get well soon. Best uh, best wishes to those kids. So, you know, we uh, rest in peace. Brand, and your name peacefully. was on the booking for the library. I mean, like, I think that means you're legally culpable. Again, Christine, I don't think you know how libraries work. Uh, if you're in a library and someone yeah, else gets abducted, true. you're not responsible for those people. And it happens all the time. So, uh, again, rest in peace Can and I get well soon. you, since you know a lot of things about libraries, mm -hmm. um, how come they're not open on Sundays? So we got a lot of good stuff on the podcast this week. Um, and Christine, just going to give you another chance to kind of explain your absence. So after I was ushered out of here, I was mm -hmm. uh, escorted to Dr. Kelly. And mm -hmm. she kind of talked to me for a while, asked me, like, why do you do the things you do? And I was like, I don't really like to think about that. And then she's like, well, that's the purpose of being here. Um, uh -huh. And she just kind of like went over my mind and everything. Yeah, it must have taken a minute or two. And then got over neutrinos kind of, mm -hmm. which was tough. It's really hard. I went through a whole bunch of different psychological stuff that I got mm -hmm. through the moat and I was out of there. Yeah, great. That was quite the Wikipedia entry there, Christine. I'm sure everybody will be uh, really excited to... Uh... You know, probably cut that down to a good two seconds, and I think even that's generous for what you just said. So, uh, welcome back, Christine, and Thanks. hopefully, you know, no more drug overdoses and uh, you know, kids through the studio. I really just want to get back to what this podcast is supposed to be about, which is relationship advice. It's not about neutrinos. It's not about 
you know, this Mm-mm. nonsense with, with the cults that you're a part of and QR codes and these clowns, you know, these it's, professional right. or amateur yeah. clowns. Okay, Christine, just give me a second. Just want to clear the air. I'm, I'm sick of these grapes. I'm sick of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the barges, people barging in here and mm-hmm. the literal barges. And I mean, you sent I, me I, there. Well, I didn't send you there at all. To the barge? I think you're misremembering it. I think I think that those those neutrinos have kind of fucked up your mind a little bit, Christine. They've messed up your mind a I little bit. I stopped taking the neutrinos. Right, but your mind will never really recover. It's like people in the in the sixties and you know, they kept dropping LSD and picked it up and then did it. And then, you know, years later their minds are all messed up forever and uh you know, Howard Hughes, Walt Disney, things like that. Well, I beg to differ. Both of those dudes were very successful and rich, so I think they're both pretty bad guys, though. Well, quite the history lesson there, Christine. All right, so uh, we're back at it, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna focus on the stuff that matters, the very important. Brent, can I just uh, stop? Relationship- can I stop you for a second? Brent, can I just stop you for a second? That's a really nice T-shirt you're wearing. Okay, so I want a big, a big announcement here. Big announcement. We are part of the Smart Net Entertainment Enjoyment Network, a great new podcast family. Wow. And we are so excited. Okay, just give me a second, Christine. We are so excited okay. to be joining the Smart Net Entertainment Enjoyment Network. So, so many great podcasts. You know, I, I took a look. I hadn't really heard of them, but uh, great content up there. And we are going to be partnering with them they're gonna you know do some advertising for us from what i've been told these are some these are some really high quality these are some really high quality wow. shows so are you talking to like the head of the network and stuff uh, not to the network the uh, the chief enjoyment officer so the ceo it stands for enjoyment or entertainment i'm not really sure there was a bit of a language barrier to tell you the truth but he seemed very excited to get the USB drive that I that I had with all the episodes, I, don't, so, I, I just need a bit more info before I put my name on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of, that's kind of typical. It's a, a lot of anti-Sino uh, sentiment in this country as well, and you know, kind of racist undertones there to the rise of the Chinese and their podcast networks. You're and, agreeing to something where you don't even know what they're doing. Well, I know that they they haven't you. I know they're Google fan, translated. I know that their website. They're fans of the podcast. They're fans of the podcast. That's yeah, but how have their website that you're agreeing to be a part of legally? Uh, I think your brain's still kind of getting over the hump of those drugs you were attached to there for the neutrino. My, my brain seems to be working just fine. Oh, Yours is cuckoo that, if you think that that's a good idea. Okay, well, this is what you said two weeks ago when you were hopped up on neutrinos, and uh, I couldn't really understand anything. Well, you were my brain was working really, really good then. It was just too fast. It wasn't. My brain was working faster than my mouth can. And in other exciting news, the Grunt Connection Killer has struck again. Actually, not so exciting, but uh, the Grunt Connection Killer, another one of those Grunt Connections has burned down. Uh, Are people dying in these burns? No one one has died per se, but business-wise, business has died quite a bit at these Grunt Connections. As, you know, there's the squat racks have been decimated. Well, financially, yes, a lot of people have been have been hurt. Richard but Grunt physically. and his wife uh, Melissa Grunt of the Grunt Grunt Connection, uh, their business has been decimated. And again, you know, a lot of people are saying that this is justified for what they did to to us. And the Grunt Connection killer seems to be obsessed with you, Christine. 
So I think it would be great well, if there's you, no you killer. could just okay, Christine. So uh, okay, well, see, this is the issue here. An arsonist, I guess. Right. So Christine, I'd just like you to address the Grunt Connection killer here, and once and for all, just you know, condemn these attacks, uh, but still, you know, sure. encourage them to uh, contribute to our Patreon. You shouldn't be burning any places down. Please don't. Obviously, mm-hmm. we appreciate mm-hmm. your support, but that's not the kind of support yeah. we want. Um, right. I would say just. You know, uh, if you really want to support us, go to our Patreon and give us, you know, money if you'd like. Um, But don't keep burning things down. That's wrong. You could really hurt someone. You haven't yet, but you could Mm -hmm. really hurt someone in the future. I knew a woman who had been in a fire. Riveting tale there, Christine. Oh, I just didn't know if you wanted me to go on or not. So, Grunt Connection Killer, uh, you know, despite... Christine's kind of wishy-washy statement there to you. Really don't want you burning down any more of these grunt connections. I think five was more than enough. Uh, you know, everyone's appreciating it's what you're trying to now? do, but yeah, it's at, it's up to five, which I guess just goes to show how popular those grunt connections were. Uh, they had expanded yeah. all over the lower mainland and uh, of course now kind of retracted a bit. But uh, again, grunt connection killer, you know, you're a bit misguided, you know, your heart's in the right place, but stop burning down those grunt connections. And I condemn them. And as you heard, Christine, you know, sort of condemns them a bit. And she knows someone that was in a fire. Yeah. Oh, and like they all escaped. It's just she got a bit burned, but it was a it was beautiful from the side of the hill. Yeah. And I can only imagine that that's Partially what's motivating this Grunt Connection killer is the beauty of those flames and watching them, you know, the those exercise balls. I imagine that's quite satisfying to hear those pop. Uh, yoga mats go up in flames. The uh, fireworks. Those big ropes. Well, Christine, I don't know if you've ever been in a gym before. Uh, fireworks are usually not stored there. So um, big news as well. A lot, of, a lot of big news on the show today. The Boston Pete's Express Pro Rush stands have <gasps> moved. So this upcoming weekend, you can find us at the Vancouver Alternative Farmers <gasps> Market. Oh my gosh, Brent, So we've got all eight of those hot dog stands, and we're going to be selling those unshucked clams, oysters, and of course, those chowder bread bowls. So join us this weekend there at the Alternative Vancouver Farmer's Market, and mention this podcast for free oyster and clam shells that you can use for arts or crafts. Oh, Brent, I'm so happy that you're able to reopen the store. I know you're really looking forward to that. Okay, Christine, so I know you weren't here, but just I I was hoping you'd listen to the podcast. Uh, very, very quickly. This is not Boston Pizza Express. This is Boston Pizza Express Pro Rush. And so this is a completely different company. Uh, The business model is completely different. We have no affiliation with Boston Pizza Express or Boston Pizza, of course. Wait, so what is the pro rush mean it's geez christine you should really listen to the podcast uh so we have recreated this experience with really none of the overhead and you know the physical walls and uh, the ceiling so just the, the unfiltered raw experience here and uh of course those clams and oysters are raw as well, but they have been kept at a toasty food safe 40 degrees Celsius. Um, I'm really, pr- I'm really proud of you. Yeah, of course, the Vancouver Farmer's Market would not accept us there. I think that they're a bit biased and some might oh, say what? kind of bigoted towards independent food. 
So the Vancouver Alternative Farmers Market did agree to take... So what makes it alt? Well, I think it's just everyone who has been kind of unfairly rejected by the mainstream Vancouver Farmers Market, which is really unfair. And there's a lot of politics that goes into it. Honestly, a lot of politics. Kind of like an island of misfit toys kind of vibe. Uh, maybe in a way, but maybe in a you know more accurate way. It's sort of an island of people that don't want to live under the oppression of the Vancouver farmers market that have banded together to create this much better farmers market. In the sense that we are being you know persecuted by the farmers market that thinks it can kind of control who gets access to the locations, what, who gets to set up stands, and who is not allowed to sell things there. So I think that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're selling sourdough bread or you're selling <clears throat> dolls stuffed with razor blades. I think that everyone should have equal access to the farmer's market. And that's one of the uh, the tenants of this this new community. I'm stoked to find out, find it out in person. Professor Pay- Dr. Payton? Yes, hello. Yes, come on in. Yes, take a seat. Thanks so much for taking the time to see me. I'm in crisis, and I, I would love some, some uh, medical guidance. Oh, absolutely. Is there anything I can get you to make you more comfortable? Uh, cucumber water? Do you have a cream soda? Cream soda? Sure, I'll, I'll have someone, I'll send somebody out to go get it. Thanks. Angela, can you get us a cream soda? And a, and a mug root beer, please, not a Barks. And could you throw out the rest of the cucumber water? Nobody likes that garbage. Thank you. I'll, I'll start at the beginning, just a, a quick recap of everything that's happened to me so far. I met the love of my life, Marsha, at a trade show. She was a lawyer, and she swept me off my feet, and we were married for three wonderful weeks, at which point she needed some space, but she left me with her five strong boys. I wasn't fit to raise them, you know, in all my acting training, like, sure, I knew vocal exercises, breathing exercises, I could stretch before a performance, but I didn't know how to raise five sons. So naturally, I started really scheming, scheming and dreaming, in fact, to find them a forever home. I think is the term. What I landed on was a baby merchant. It sounded so good at the time. Then a sinister kind of vibe took over. And one by one, the boys disappeared from my care. And uh, now they're all gone. Uh, maybe they're partially to blame as well. Um, but I definitely, yeah, I definitely, I, I feel a little guilty. And I would like to, you know, resolve this in some way. No, that's great. Um, and again, I should remind you that you're paying by the hour. So if you want to talk the entire time, that's totally fine. So, oh. One second, I think Angela's here. Yeah, I've got, here you go, I've got your, your cream soda and your bug root beer. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Wow, what a character. Oh, yeah, she's she's been a, a patient of mine for years. So she works for you and she gets, like, free or discounted appointments or well, something? Well, she just hangs around now and, uh, you know, there's nothing much for her to do, so I send her on some errands. And, and uh, she gets to drink the cucumber water at the end of the day, so... It's a, it's a win-win situation. Okay, I'll be out in the front putting my finger in my belly button. So a little bit about what I do. Uh, the therapy I do is, is, is puppet-based, as you may have uh, read about in my mm-hmm. bio. But of course, I'm, uh, I don't like the, the term puppet. I find it uh, degrading and uh, offensive. So I prefer to use the term uh, emotional felt vessels. Um, EFVs. They just, I saw a bunch of pictures of puppets outside. EFVs. There's puppets all over Fs all over the uh, walls and stuff. So I just started 
saying, oh, I'm excited for puppet therapy. But, you're still but, doing yeah. it. You're still saying puppet. So the reason I like to use uh, abs in my uh, in my therapy is uh, when I got started out in uh, medical school, um, well, I started out, you know, training as a surgeon. And then um, as uh, as I put my hands inside of the, the, the bodies of the people that I was working on, it gave me a sense of like being them, you know, just being able to control them, like move them around a bit, which I was eventually um, let go of. Uh, for for doing that behavior, but it it really really opened my eyes to being able to manipulate a being with your hands as a way of expressing your own emotion and their emotion. So I, I got a job with the coroner, and I was able to you know help families deal with the uh, the some of the trauma and the closure that they needed help with. So I would put my hands inside of their their dead relatives and and sort of manipulate them to sort of speak and 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 say their goodbyes. To to them and I found that really really helped. So I, I realized this is a really really help for for therapy. And of course, with these EFVs, these these felt uh, figures, you know, there's a lot less cleanup. Yeah, and that's that's for sure a bonus. Sure. So this is how things are going to go today. Um, I have a tickle trunk of various EFVs. We're going to go through all five of the uh, of the boys that you have. Uh, lost or misplaced and we are going to um sort of deal with some of the uh, the closure i want you to just reach into this tickle trunk and feel around for some texture that you that you find comforting okay sure i'll just dive in okay um a lot of felt yeah i think oh i think there's some nice angora fabric in here Soft. Now, just a reminder: you're not groping the EFVs. You're you're choosing one to to, to begin the therapy. Okay. So if we could. Sorry, just, I misunderstood. Uh, I thought I was a. I thought it was a. I thought this was like a sense. Yeah, you know, you're thing. still just, just talking, 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 talking. Techniques. I want you just grab um, one that okay. really grabs you. You know. Oh, that. Oh, there. This one. Uh, yeah. Now this EFV with this backwards baseball cap, this kind of rap scallion. Does it remind you of anyone in your life that you would like to speak to? Well, he looks really cool. Um, and needless to say, out of the five boys, the coolest was far and away Big Steve. Now, tell me a little bit more about Big Steve. Maybe I get an essence of him. Well, legally, you know, he was my son, but I always saw him as more of a father figure. He taught me how to how to make a lean cuisine dinner uh, in half the time that it normally takes. You just got to be okay with eating it cold. Again, I'm going to remind you that we are a little bit pressed for time, so that I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. And let's begin with Big Steve. Yo, what's up, idiot? Yo, yo, it's me, Big Steve. Yo, idiot, what's up? You miss me? <laughs> hey, you got something on your shirt? <laughs> oh, man. Nice pop you're drinking there. Mind if I take a glug? <laughs> ah, it's all over me. Ah, your drink is gone. <laughs> oh, the EFV is soaked. Jeez, Big Steve, what, where are you? What What are you doing? I'm fine. Whatever, dude. You worry too much. I'm just kicking it. I'm just slingshotting birds from the sky, hitting them with rocks. Bam! Dead! <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Big Steve, really what I need uh, is for you to tell me if you have any information on where your mother is. Maybe you could pass that along to me. So. Look, we're fine without you, okay? So, you know, like, wherever it is that I am, it's none of your business, it's none of your beeswax, and it's none of your business. Big Steve, I just think there's some things we need to resolve, um, and if you're physically not here, then your EFE will have to do. I tried my hardest with you boys. I I tried for many days before you were taken um, to be a dad and to be a strong role model. And I just feel like I was rejected at every turn. Well, that's just the way that I show my love, you know? I hit you with a sack of oranges in your sleep. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll draw a picture of you on a wall and I'll just punch a hole through the wall. Because I just, you know, I want to... 
I want to, I just want to feel what it's like to be near somebody. You were somebody that really, really helped me realize that I was better than them. Okay. So for the rest of the day, I'm going to walk around in my dark, slimy cave covered in stalactites and stalagmites, and I'm going to dry your face on those stalagmites. I'm going to smash them just to feel close to you. And I'm going to put little masks with your face on the rats. I'm going to hit them with my slingshot rocks and just to feel like we're together again and to let you know that I love you. But mostly I just love hating you. You know what? Just the fact that you miss beating on me is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye! Okay, bye, Big Steve. Wow. Oh, that was cathartic, Dr. Pateman. Yeah, how do you feel? I, f- I feel pretty good. Uh, just four more to go, I guess. And I would appreciate it if you, if you cleaned up that cream soda. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, Angela, can yeah. you get another cream soda in here? This one has uh, spilled. It's got a new problem. There's a cat for you. A new mugger beer for yourself. Thank you, Angela. Okay, so let's reach into the tickle trunk again. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm just going to grab one. You're wasting and... my time, as you say. You're okay. not wasting my here time. Here you go. Oh, okay. All right. Now, who's this? Uh, well, I got to say, that's a dead ringer for Caleb. Go tell me a little bit about Caleb. You know, I, I don't remember everything about him, but I do recall that he was a bit of a prankster. You know how kids flush firecrackers down the toilet? Yeah, he would do that, except he'd just throw them right in my bed while I was sleeping, and they would just go off. I would just get little burn singes. He liked to put uh, saran wrap under the toilet seat, and you know, and it was really frustrating, because every morning, you know, I would have to go to the toilet, remove the saran wrap, and reseal the mushrooms in the fridge, because that was the only piece we had. Say what you will, uh, those boys always had fresh mushrooms in the house. I saw to that. Although it is arguable that uh, paper bags work better for keeping mushrooms fresh in the fridge yeah well the paper bags were being used for for towels because the towels okay now this again is a a little bit of a waste of my time and your time sure let's uh let's talk to caleb here so i'm gonna put that guy on all right oh hello how you doing oh boy oh no hey you got something on your shirt bang the same joke the big steve did oh man Another classic Caleb prank. Hey, what you got there? A little bit of cream soda? Yeah. Let me have a little drinky poo. Okay. Oh, yum, 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 yum. Big old spill down my throat. Oh, boy. Oh, hey, what are you sitting on there? Another whoopee cushion? Uh, oh, that boy. wasn't me, Caleb. That was just you. You made that no, sound. I, know it's a I didn't do that. Uh, you don't even know what you're sitting on. There's like 15 bubblegushions Caleb, I'm checking. There's nothing. Please stop. Hey, what I shake, shake my hand. Jeez. Covered in cream soda. My wrist hurts. I got some things. It smells like farts in here. So what's up? What do you need from me? Well, Caleb, I just kind of... To be honest, you'd always do your little jokes, and, you know, you never let me joke around with you. And, you know, I, I, I would try and workshop my material with you, and you would just, you know, do your standard whoopee well, cushion see, act. Your problem is that you like bad comedy. You're more of a Gallagher type. Well, I'm more of a George Carlin kind of guy who talks about, you know, things that are, that are funny. <laughs> and you don't. I don't know if you're a George Carlin type. I mean, like, the I think you've used three props already since you came out of the... Uh... Can I just remind you not to argue with the EFVs? I'm trying to work. Sorry, through, so. sorry. Yeah, of course. Sorry. I just, they're so lifelike. I just get frustrated. You don't know anything but... about George Carlin. You don't probably never ever... Whether you realize it or not, this is what... what... George Collins' act would have been like if he was able to live for another 15 years. He would have sounded exactly like me. 
Like this. Oh, Rudy Tuesday. You saying Rudy Tuesday or Ruby Tuesday? I say Rudy. What is it? What is it supposed to be? I think it's Ruby. You're saying Rudy Tuesday. Ah, just like George Collin. He was a wordsmith. Again, please don't disagree with the EFEs. Sorry. This is a I'm process sorry. that I have worked on for many months. I'm fine. I'm just, I'm on tour down here. I'm walking around in the caves doing jokes with the bats and the rats. You know, everyone loves to be down here. I'm making everybody laugh. I'm, I'm, I'm going from cave to cave. Down at the lava pits, everyone loves me. Well, I love you too, Caleb. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> Got me again. Hey, Caleb, have you heard from your mom at all before I let you go? Nope. No? Okay. Bye. <sighs> Fuck. We are quite pressed for time. We still have three boys to get through. And uh, if you could just, you know, streamline this process for me, please. Please, just just Sure, focus. I'll grab a few more puppets out at once. Do you EFVs. want me to grab three at once? My God. Sorry. Uh, God, oh, yeah. F- 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 okay, I'll just, I'll grab two. We had the twins. We'll do the twins at once. That'll be lickety. So they'll be fast. They'll be really quick. Just one moment. I'm going to get you another cream soda. There's a big mess here. Hey, Angela. Another really cream soda thirsty. and a mug, please. Angela. I got your cream soda here. One for my homies and one for you. And here's your mug, Thank you, you sexy bitch. Okay, let's talk to the twins. Okay, well, uh, here, I'll tell you a bit about the twins. Please, yes. First of all, their names are Glenn and Glennis. They kept to themselves. You know, they would scurry around the house, kind of pop up when you least expect it. You know, like all twins are, they were a little creepy. They're kind of creepy. That gives me a little bit to work on here. So let's uh, let's put these guys on. Sure. It's my little handy hands. Oh, hey, Shane. How are you today? It's me, Glenn. And it's me, Glennish. Yeah, the other one. Oh, hi. Uh, Dr. Pateman, I don't know. Like, your character work so far has been exquisite. But I am not sure that this is exactly what Glenn and Glennis sound like. I, didn't, I haven't seen them in a couple now, days. Now, I should remind you, Shane, a... that one of us has... Various degrees in medicine, putting their hands inside corpses, building EFVs. I went to Stratford as an audience member, but I picked up a lot of really useful stuff. And so I would appreciate if you (laughs) took your points of view, your POVs, and stuck them up the A of my EFVs. A stands for anus. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, stick anything up your EFE's anus, but I do understand what you're saying and I will back off and I'll just see where the character goes. Maybe it'll reveal itself to be more accurate. Just saying first impression, it doesn't sound anything like that. Blah, 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 blah. Let's get going. Oh, everything is fine and dandy down here in the cave. I am fine. Why do you need to speak to me? Yeah, what the the hell does this guy want? I mean... We're, we're fine down here, popping up and giving people a scare down here. We don't need you around to be doing the same shit. Now, I got a bone to pick with you two. Um, you may be cute, but you just can't get away with um, what you did to me. I took a lot of time out of my busy schedule to homeschool you two, and you didn't respect me. You didn't pay attention to any of my lessons. You didn't study for my quizzes. Uh, you didn't participate in class. And when I gave you your report cards, you just crumpled them up and threw them back in my face. Well, first of all, you were teaching us lies. I mean, we're all we're both flat earthers. You hey, know don't that. Don't start with this again. You, don't you know, start you, with you this again. You go against our our core belief says you know flat earthers and people that don't believe in space and don't believe in airplanes. And you also belittle us by giving us report cards with smiley faces we're not children we're 
adults inside of children's minds. It's true, and I I just sound straight up like an old man because I'm, you know, beyond my years living inside this child's body like a prison, like a like a horrible nightmare every day living like I'm a child when all I want to do is just, you know, light up a pipe and read the goddamn paper. Okay, uh, Glennis was nothing like that. Steve smoked the pipe, first of all. Shane, do you want to get well or not? Or do you do you want to just walk out of here with having nothing fixed inside uh, of I want to get well. All right, I want to get well. Walk over here with that cream soda and pour it down the gullets of these two EFVs. Oh, yeah, I could go for a little bit of cream soda. Yes, I could also go for a delicious drink. I was wondering why that hadn't happened happened yet i'm realizing you don't have a free hand so yep sure thing there you go okay that sounds like glenn that's he would say gargle gargle when he drank this is what i've been talking about i know what i'm doing what i want right now for this to all be okay before i can let you go back to the spirit realm is i would like if you would just grade me as a teacher well, give me a grade. F plus from over here. Now that we live underground, we don't need to know anything. Anything you can teach us is unuseful in this world. Yes, in this hellscape, nothing is required of my mind. I can just go stand in the dark and howl for hours without needing to know any of the bullshit you taught, like parliamentary process. Anywho, I gotta go. I got a crossword puzzle to finish. You know, my brother here has some motor oil to drink. Gargle, gargle. Bye, Glennis. Bye, Glenn. See you later, ding dong. Bye. Dumb guy. Okay, um, well, we got one left. Okay, let's reach into the tickle trunk. This is, uh, Baby Ferdinand. Now, tell me a little bit about Baby Ferdinand. Well, he's the one I knew the least, but also I saw the most of myself in him. He was helpless. He was, you know, weak. He spent a lot of time in his underwear. Interesting. Okay, well, I think I know how to proceed with this guy. But before we begin, uh... Angela, another cream soda, please. And, uh, let's switch over to a bar. All right, here you go. Another cream soda. The boy on all these ottomans. And a bar. Enjoy, sexy bitch. Thank you, Angela. Ooh, first sip. Not good. Ugh. Not good. Too much bite. Shane, please focus. Um, right now it's time to really focus on our final... Baby child. Well, baby Ferdinand, to be honest, I don't have a bone to pick with you. I just kind of liked you. You were a breath of fresh air when it came to the other boys. They came on pretty hard. I just wanted to see how, you know, if you'd maybe uh, consider coming back. Oh, so this is the one child you would like to actually return to you? Maybe just for a bit. Mm, just I don't think that's going to happen. And... But let's talk to baby Ferdinand, okay? Uh, hello, it's me, Baby Ferdinand. <laughs> I'm an innocent baby. Still as positive as ever, Baby Ferdinand. <laughs> hey, what you got in your shirt? <laughs> yeah, they teach you guys that out of the womb. Oh, man. Oh, boy, am I thirsty. God, give me that cream soda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is so dry. There's so much cream soda on the floor. Oh you God. might have to pay your damage deposit to your therapist. <laughs> um, oh, baby Ferdinand, you're really putting me in a tight spot there. I can't. Yeah, can't afford what that. do you want? I, uh, well, at this point, I don't even know anymore what I want from any of you boys. I thought that this therapy session would be helpful. But now I've, I feel like i got to be here scrubbing the carpets for the whole night. A contract is a contract. I feel like I've just dug my own grave. Oh, sorry, that's a bad I know some of you are 
buried underground. That's probably a bad choice of words. I'm not. I can come to the surface and eat squirrels and, and catch animals and bring them down for my brothers. I'm not offended. <laughs> what? You, you've become the provider of the five brothers for Yeah. Me? I'm the one who goes around grabbing little kids, goats, and different uh, small animals. Goats? Pulling them into the... Yeah, I'm the chupacabra. You know what that is? Yeah, it's a Mexican folklore beast it's kind of like a dog nope it's me i suck their guts out and i make them hollow goats on the floor <laughs> yum i'm so proud of you i bring home the bacon literally but if the bacon with goat guts <laughs> now you're funny you gotta tell some of this material to caleb because that's a great joke nah, i'm no george carlin i'm more of a of a of a Patton Oswalt. you know I like to talk about sci-fi. Yeah, okay, I can see it. Well, Phoebe Ferdinand, I don't really have anything bad to say about you. I don't know if how anyone could have a bad word to say about you. All I want to ask you is, have you heard from your mom? Yeah, I brought her the head of a seagull. She uh-huh. devoured it. But she didn't say much about you. She no? did, um, she got a tattoo of you, though, on her left boob. Oh, what does it look like? Uh, it looks like you being stupid. I okay. think you pee in the bed. She got a tattoo of me yeah, peeing in the bed on her Yeah, she just pulls out a boob and laughs at it. I don't remember her being so unhinged before. It's just the way she's processing things, you know? She's fine. I'm, I'm really happy for you. I'm happy that you've found a life for yourself underground as the Chupacabra and that you're there to keep the boys on track and keep them fed with goat guts, I think you said. It's a calling. It's a job. I'll be calling you again because I, I love these, this conversation. Please don't. Okay. Yeah, I won't. I won't. Okay, I think we need to wrap up here. So uh, yeah. let's get a little yeah. goodbye from each of the boys. And sure, sure. Get that final little bit of closure. Bye, Dumbo. Bye, Big Steve. See you later, Ding Dong. Glennis. Farewell, moron. Bye, Glenn. See you later, you big stupid jerk face. <laughs> See you, Caleb. See you later, you stupid bum bum dinkies. <laughs> See you later. Oh, that was Caleb. Sorry. Bye, Caleb. George Carlin. How does that feel? Wow. It feels, it's a lot to take in, Dr. Pateman. How much of that is true, do you think? All of it? Do you think? So let's just go over the bill here. Yeah. Um, So for the session, it was uh, 250. And then for the carpet cleaning, it's going to be about 700. And then for each cream soda, it's more of like a mini fridge hotel situation. So each one is $16. But I like to, since we only had five, um, I like to round up to a full six pack so okay. and none of the banks really allow me to charge my patients so this is going to be done through cryptocurrency if that's okay with you i i have dirt coin i was an early investor in dirt coin i also accept gunge coin uh, gunge okay that's great i i'm sure i can you know cobble up some combination of of gunge or or gurge or or, or, or perf bills you're wasting my time again yeah Let's just of course get to yeah the bill. i'll get so, down and uh, I'm, I'm gonna start scrubbing i will be billing you for the hour that it'll take to clean up but uh, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, well, it was it was a pleasure meeting you and um, all your crazy characters. I'm sorry, crazy characters. <laughs> they're emotional yeah, felt sorry. vessels or vehicles. The uh-huh. V can, you know, it's interchangeable. But they're not characters. Okay, time to scrub. Angela, ready for your two o'clock? Yeah, let's do it. Wow, do you want to put your finger in the belly button? No, that's your thing. Thank <laughs> you.
We hope you're enjoying listening to dating tips and tricks and expert love advice exclusively on the SmartNet Entertainment Enjoyment Network. If you like this show, then you'll love some of our other hilarious original podcasts, like Broadcast, where comedians Rod Bellamy and Rod Mitchell talk current events, what's happening in their lives, and feature special guests each week. It's a fun and irreverent take on podcasting that will make you feel like you're in the room joking with old friends. And check out the Daily Bailey with comedian Bailey Newcastle, who shares true stories from his own life each week with hilarious guests that make you feel like you're in the room listening to funny friends joke around with each other. He'll have you laughing during your morning commute, walking your dog, or working out at the gym. Or how about Blowing Scott Air, where comedian Scott Airman and co-host Air Scottman tackle listener questions and pop culture news with a unique twist. One of them is a woman. You'll feel like you're surrounded by gut-busting friends goofing around and having a great time. And premiering next week, it's Death Murders, True Crime Case Files. Each week, you'll hear about grisly killings, deadly abductions, life-changing assaults, and shocking crimes. Hosted by comedians John Case and Bailey Newcastle from The Daily Bailey, you'll hear hilarious and thought-provoking opinions on today's most violent crimes, like you were surrounded by some of your closest friends, laughing and having fun. So thanks for listening to any of our amazing shows on the SmartNet Entertainment Enjoyment Network, your go-to place for the world's best podcasts. So Christine, I don't think it's been a surprise uh is that you know there's there's a lot of issues with the podcast and and okay. I feel like it's kind of my duty and interest and interest business interest to make the show stronger make okay can you turn your phone off please this is actually what Sorry. I'm talking about there's right a- now Amazon. Yeah. Okay. So, so, okay. Okay. So yeah, I told you don't order, don't order packages while we're, we're scheduling recording. You know, it's a one hour a week and I'm just so busy. This this, Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, okay. Yeah. I know you're busy getting in and out of jail and uh, drug houses. That was one time each. Okay. Well, yeah, for now it was for now. I kind of have a feeling and a lot of listeners feel the same way that you're probably going to be going back. Okay. Christine, again, I'm going to ask you to turn the phone off. Because that's pretty disrespectful, oh, especially... They delivered it. Okay, that's great. Yeah, that's the priority. I wanted to introduce you to someone I brought in. You know, under... Okay, again, Christine, could you turn the phone off, please? Because this I'm, is really going to so get sorry. in the way. I'm okay. So I don't know They're if just you are. thanking hap- me. They're just texting me back to let me know that I got, I got the package. Okay, that's great. So uh, I want to introduce a very special guest to the podcast. This is Ronald Dario, and he is a luxury brand management consultant and lifestyle influencist. Uh, Ronald, it's it's a pleasure to have you here on Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. And I'm so excited to hear, you know, what you're all about, some more of these interesting ideas, mm-hmm. maybe clean up the podcast and take out some of the trash here. Hi, Brent. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm a, I'm a big fan of most of it. Hi, thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank, thank you, Brent. Thank you for having me. So I know you can't see, but Ronald's got a great smile. I like how he showed up here in a suit. He's dressed up for the occasion. He's wearing wing-tipped uh, sneakers. And uh, I think I saw some gloves when he came in, too, which I thought was very classy, very interesting. You've got a lot of experience in this world of luxury brand management and consulting and lifestyles and influencing. So so let's talk about that. Think about mm-hmm. it. Hotels, cars. Yes. Yes. Fancy mm-hmm. water. All yes. things that we all love. And we all want to oh, see yeah. more of. We need more of it in our life. Okay. Uh, is that going to be a... Is that dinging going to be a 
continuing thing. Okay, it's, it's not just me. I thought maybe that was just on my end. I ordered some food. It seems like you've ordered several uh, orders of food. Yeah, so... I apologize. I'm sorry about that. Okay, well, you can only apologize so many times before it just becomes just another ding on Mike, Christine. I'm up for apologies if there's anything else that uh, Christine might want to apologize for before I jump into it. Let's talk about your experience and how you got into the brand management game, Ronald, because I think that's a very interesting story too. Well, I uh, I pretty much fell into it in the sense that uh, my family has a lot of money, so uh, it, it allowed me to do whatever I want. Nice. I think I've always been into brands uh, my entire life. I grew up uh, in a wow. Mercedes, wow. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty rich. Did you have a race car bed inside the Mercedes room? Oh, well, it's not a regular Mercedes, the ones that uh, maybe you're familiar with, the two of you. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you don't have the kind of money that my family does. It's actually actually more of like a living space Mercedes. We okay. had a bunch of industrial designers from Mercedes or p- close, close personal friends of my family come in and just uh, every year design a new one. My entire house was made out of a different Mercedes living spaces, kind of like a big uh, Voltron or a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers robot, uh, but uh, mm. with class. Wow. Did you have like right. heating and, and toilets inside or did you have to do that outside? No, we're not. We weren't poor. Of course we had toilets and everything yeah christine indoors. that's kind of a that's kind of a weird question if you had toilets Why? inside of his saying house. they're all cars he grew up in a bunch of cars he grew up in a house made of cars it was it was a it was a classier situation there was toilets in there probably made out of cars beds made out of cars fridges made out of cars you know it sounds like a Kind of a nightmare place, honestly, to grow up in, but I, I assume it cost a lot of money. Yes, it was very expensive. Uh, so from there, I, just brands, logos, those kinds of things were embedded in me. And right. uh, I think I just see in brands and I see in money. I don't oh. see you right now. I just see dollar signs. Right. It's like the Matrix, but it's just your worth as human beings. How many dollar signs am I? Well, you'd have to pay me, Christine, for me to divulge that information. And I I know for a fact you don't have the, that, that kind of money. Okay, well... So, Ronald, uh, mm. you are here for one important purpose. I asked you to come in and give us some advice about what's going on, what we can improve... Okay, okay, Christine, this is right just getting out of hand. Speak. This right is uh, was... this is insane. How many of these hamburgers are you getting delivered to your house? They just they update you like your order's ready. What what are they updating you with? Hamburger on bun, pickle on hamburger, cheese on pickle. You're getting like one every couple of seconds. Well, now they're saying rate rate your order. There's so much potential in dating tips and tricks. Uh, it just I think it just needs a, that little push to get it to be uh, mm-hmm. at a at a yeah. big, wider podcasting popularity level. Maybe number one on the charts. Wow, awesome. I'd love somebody to get pushed out cool. here. Yeah, well, I want to help you. I want to use my skills and my tools to help you. Right. I feel cool. like there's fifty percent passion going on with this podcast. I feel mm. like it, it has that mm. potential, but mm. there's maybe just something holding it back. Totally. Mm-hmm. Do you, you both agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way. Do you think we need to get new headphones? Because I've been telling Brent we should get new headphones, but he says that these mm. ones are fine they're not they don't got holes in them yeah, headphones is a is a drop in the water with the aesthetics problem mm-hmm. of this podcast right. whenever i'm meeting with clients I, I do a bit of a questionnaire to get a feeling out of maybe the goals that they want to set why don't we first discuss what does the podcast mean to the both of you we'll start with brent obviously that's a great question and i think for me the purpose of the podcast is really to help people and not so much mm. about myself it's really just about the purity of advice dating tips and dating tricks and not personal information that some people seem to be obsessed with kind of constantly bringing into podcasts sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I have to say, I wasn't listening to a word you said. I was just watching your worth as a human increase, and it's tripled as you've been talking. Wow. So you said you actually, you don't see numbers. You just see an amount of dollar signs. Dollar Is signs. that right? Yes. Have you watched the movie The Frighteners? Yes. I've seen the cover art. Christine, do you have thoughts about what this podcast means to you? Um, I think what Brent said is great so i think i'll Mm, say the same mm -hmm. thing um Mm. when we this started out i think i was just a bit more just kind of bored and i thought oh it'd be nice to spend time with my friend brent but now i mean i really depend on this i like talking to these people Mm. through brent and and Mm. uh giving advice on i keep racking Mm. up experience Uh, somebody else Mm. may as well hear about it first so they don't do the same things as me Mm. And uh, I feel like a leader in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent, mm-hmm. I just wanted a, a bit of an exercise right now. Just uh, yeah. close your eyes. Uh, Christine, you okay. do not have to participate in this. I'll uh, close them. Brent, I'm not imagine afraid. Imagine the podcast. Okay, Christine. I'm... Yeah, Christine, could we just get to your exercise, okay, please? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, Brent, your eyes are still closed, I see. Uh, thank yeah, you for being... Yeah, thank you so much. Right. Very professional. I'm committed to this. Now imagine you turn to the left and you see the most wonderful and the most supportive face that you possibly could. What does that face look like, Brent? Sort of I'm looking into the sun. I'd say it's very bright. You know, it's it's looking down at me. Sort of like, I don't want to say it's a cartoon sun, like a two scoop of raisin kind of situation. And it's saying, do my work upon this earth and your vessel shall be a podcast in the auditory medium. And you are chosen. There'll be legions following and you are giving so much to this earth. Wow. I want you to turn to the right and you see Christine. Now I want you to walk towards the host that you, you would prefer. I'm walking into the sun. I'm walking what? into that light. Brent. Walking into that light. Brent. Walk to the light. You need to find your light, Brent. No, come to me. Brent, come here. Brent. His eyes are closed, Christine. So I'm looking up into the sun. Brent. And uh, the no, sun is giving Brent. me the ability to to fly upwards no, so we, i'm being uh, lifted up we, by the support of back, climbing up the itunes podcast. charts you're climbing up mm, the spotify charts mm, look no. at those numbers that is nice. no. now i want you to open your eyes and i want you to see what life is like and the podcast is like right now the reality mm-hmm. of it this is an exercise that i understand i understand now you know trying to humble me and say this is what you have and from these rags become riches. Christine, I would like you to do this exercise at home on your own time. Okay. Uh, Let's move on. I want the two of you to pitch the podcast on Elevator Pitch as if Mm -hmm. I am a new listener, somebody who who has no idea who the two of you are, hasn't seen you right. on any sort of dating right. apps. Okay. Okay. So, so this I'll go is first. So Christine, just hold dating... on a second. I'll just go first. I think that's what Ronald wanted. So this is dating tips and tricks and expert love advice. And if you're looking for today's hottest tips and neatest tricks, scratch that, newest tricks, you're going to want to tune in to the podcast each and every week. I smashed that subscribe button. Two words in, Brent. Great job. Long elevator ride. Mm, I think it was actually one sentence, Christine. So it was even it was even shorter. So let's hear yours. Dating tips and tricks and expert love advice <clears throat> is a relationship <clears throat> podcast where <clears throat> we give advice <clears throat> about <sighs> any type of relationship uh, with a local flair uh, <clears throat> and include the. Uh. Friendship and the relationships of the people that run the show. My blood is boiling right now. 
If that was really an mm. elevator pitch, I would have pressed the stop button, ripped the doors open with my expensive hands, and just jumped mm. down the shaft. It would be better than listening to that. Right. Okay. Well, I thought it was. I thought it was great. So, whose would you say was was better, Ronald? Uh, I would say one hundred percent Brent's. Mm, wow. That's that's really interesting. How concise you kept that, Brent. I, I saw mm-hmm. all the m dashes mm. and all of the mm. uh, brackets that you had in there. I I could just right see off the them. top of my head. That was right off the top of my head as well. Let me look at your palms. Are they clean? Yep. Did not cheat on this test. It's not a test, and I didn't cheat. Okay, Christine. Well, Ronald's a professional. I think he knows what he's doing. Offending my process, also. Is it a contest or a test? Like, is there? There's no winner at a test. There are winners in life, and there are winners in the podcast mm-hmm. game. And right mm-hmm. now, you you have a real loser attitude, Christine. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I've been saying, Ronald. Yeah, I want to. I want to move this podcast forward. Okay. So, uh, talking about moving forward in a forward direction of this podcast, I've gotten a lot of hard data right now, and then my brain, my brain. Mm. is just processing it all. Uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of pluses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's being weighed down by a, an unfair amount of negatives, I feel like, uh, that could be easily mm-hmm. addressed. In summation, cool. there's, there's a little bit of work to be done. Now, I've been focus testing this podcast with a whole bunch of people. I also showed Brent uh, a couple of YouTube channels where people have actually taken the podcast and edited out Christine completely. What? Uh, Brent, you've seen the views. What? They are higher yeah. than the yeah. amount of downloads that you have on your uh, regular download pages for iTunes and everything. What the hell? Why me? Yeah, it was very impressive, these reports that Ronald's been able to put together. Yeah. Uh, I think he called it the Christine problem. That was the main header. What does that mean? Okay, so Ronald, uh, I'm really interested in how we can turn this ship around. So I'm, I'm wondering how uh, the two of you, maybe Brent can le- answer the question first, uh, how the two of you would feel about maybe uh, rebranding Christine from top to bottom, maybe a new name. Mm, I feel good. I, I feel, feel good, good about, about it. that. I feel great about it. New name, new wardrobe, taking out all of the hair that you have currently and then putting Mm. in different hair. The same color, but a different person's hair. I uh, think that might sound good on the podcast. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not into this stuff. Look, I've been like 10 different people this year. I've gone through a whole lot of dips and doodles and I just... Um, at a place right now where I'm really happy being myself. And I think people like that on the podcast. So I disagree. And this data proves it as well. So Christine, take a look at this chart. And Ronald has created 10 possible new faces for you to choose from. Not going under the knife. I kind of like this one with the bigger nose. That's sticking out there. That sounds pretty good. That tested really well, Christine. It's just to get people interested in half of the podcast where they're kind of yawning and falling asleep. And even now Mm. thinking about your half of the podcast, I'm starting to... (sighs) I'm sorry. Well, I don't... I don't really want to do plastic surgery, so it's a no for me. Okay, well, it's a yes for me, so I'm really interested in finding out more. I've got a team of the best surgeons on an abandoned oil rig ready to go for you, Christine. Mm. We can get you there, Mm. and they can just, you know, go to town. Whatever you want, it's on me. It's going to be on you, though, on your body. So It's very nice of you, uh, Ronald, but I'm actually not allowed back in international waters uh, for another three months. I was involved in a barge incident, and yeah, they just kind of revoked my um, my uh, right to go into the water that far. Now, Ronald, I'm looking through this folder of mock-ups that you brought with you, and uh, I got to admit, I'm loving what I see here. Oh. And at first, I thought this was sort of a, a Christine with a giant head, but then I realized I was just holding it a bit okay. closer. And then I realized, well, hey, hold on a second. Is this something we can make a reality. Yep. 
Because honestly, I think it looks kind of good. No. We absolutely can. And I'm thinking right now I'm inspired by your big sun analogy. I think we can do something like that too. Maybe just make her mm. orange as hell. Just so no. orange. Christine, how about this? I want to propose this to you. What if I get my team to make uh, some sort of like mask uh, mock-up of that that you can walk around for a couple of mm-hmm. the, for like six months or so uh, just with that mm-hmm. new face, see how it feels, see what the numbers mm-hmm. are like podcast-wise, and then we'll absolutely- Wait, 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 wait. Where did you say you work again? I, wor- I, have, my, I have my own company, Ronald right. Enterprises. Did we go out on a date? What? Ronald Enterprises. I think we went on a date once, didn't we? We went out on a date, right? We did go out on a date. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh my gosh! Not, but now that you're that's saying so it, that's so funny. Wow. Well, that's cool that we already knew each other. You did. You didn't. You did. You weren't playing coy. You didn't recognize me off the bat. No, not at all. I like just clued in when you were like my own company or whatever. Then I was like, wait a minute, Ronald Enterprises. Could that be it? And then it was. Well, you might not have recognized me because I had my face enlarged twice as big. I thought that maybe that's what you wanted. I, what? When did I say anything like that? It was the perfect date, Christine. It was the perfect date. I picked you up with my house. We went to the most romantic place in the world, the Funko Pop Museum. You know, I wanted oh. to show you the Barry Bonds Funko Pop. Uh, he's a hero of mine. Right. And yeah, you were just staring at the Funko Pops uh, kind of longingly as if you weren't really having a good time with me. I, I, and I get it. I like Funko Pops too. Um, I thought I found a soulmate who also was attracted to Funko Pops. No, I I just thought they looked cool and... I was pretty high. I bought you a bunch of those Funko Pops from the museum, which are not even... That's like going into a regular uh, museum and trying to buy somebody a a T-Rex skeleton. Why are you so angry with me? Like, what happened? It's a living hell having my head this big. Mm. It's very heavy. I I told them to make it permanent. There's no way to reverse it. Um, Why did you mm -hmm. do that? I thought that's what you wanted, Christine. I well, this—I mean, this is a, an example of your listener engagement. I don't think I will be listening to the podcast again. Mm. Okay, well, unless you want me to, Christine. I don't. Well, I feel stupid. I'm crying mm. right now, but it's—it's it's all collecting inside my giant head. I think that what I would like is um, to go home now, Brent. Can you get involved? Well, the podcast is not done. Uh, we still have to do the questions, Christine, uh, okay. so you can't leave yet. Uh, I mean, you've probably got eight or ten more hamburgers coming your way. So, uh, Ronald, uh, I know that you've been hard at work, and I do really appreciate this. Uh, I did want to play on the air a special special clip and proof of concept that we've been working on together. So, Ronald, why don't you... Uh, Talk to us about this. So uh, we took all of that data. We took all of those those charts, all of the mock-ups, and we made this mm-hmm. dynamite proof of concept. Uh, we, we put a lot of time and effort into it, making it perfect, uh, scoring mm-hmm. huge ratings among mm-hmm. people who work for me. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm excited to, for everyone to hear it. Am I going to like this? Christine, bad question to ask. Let's play this clip. Welcome everyone to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. My name is Amy Shostak. And I'm Brent Constantine. And that reading was so good, that introduction. It's something that other co-hosts of the past just wouldn't be able to do, so I'd never allow them to. Well, I'm honored. Thank you. We can find negativity anywhere, Brent. We can find it on the street when we're driving our car. We can find it in the line at the yoga studio. We can find it anywhere. And and what we really need in our 
lives is more positivity. You know, I'm a big fan of the show, Brent, and I'm the biggest fan of about 50% of the show. You're part mm. of the show. I think mm. you are amazing. I'm getting a really good energy off mm. you, Amy. Very positive. Mm, definitely. You know, I think the biggest thing about dating relationships is is keeping it positive. I've been in a monogamous relationship since I was 12. And so that was the greatest gift I ever received on the beach. <laughs> I feel the same way and I feel like I'm learning something at the same time that I'm I'm teaching others to learn something too. That's what a growing relationship feels like. Talking about, you know, going to live with a clown or living on a barge or, you know, QR codes. That's all just a waste of time. That's not that's relationship, not really related to relationships. That's surface level. And until next time, may your hearts be full. Wow, that was what amazing. I was mean that? that that was that was incredible. Ronald, I can't even believe that's the same Who the podcast. hell was that? It is. This is uh Who the this hell is night was that? What was that? Those were was was that? ratings that you heard. Ratings skyrocketing. Who was the woman in it? Because it wasn't me. Uh Christine, this is this is the future of podcasting. Ronald knows what he's talking about. And I think you need to kind of get with the program or uh or else. What are you saying, Brent? Do you want me off the program? Do you want me want me off the podcast? Because it sure sounds like that. I'm not saying anything, Christine. Well, what you I'm are saying, saying is that Ronald your, has presented uh, a bold new actions. future based on data and that facts. You don't want me on the podcast, and so I maybe think I should walk out right been now. Very gracious to come in here after you kind of treated him like garbage and threw I out those didn't. fungo it pogs. Was one and, date. Oh my god. Okay. It was the, an amazing date. You have to agree with me. I can't because I don't remember it. Well, why don't we talk about it? We'll go to my house and we'll talk about it. It's right no. out. It's parked right outside. Wow, that sounds like a pretty good deal. And this guy, you know, he he not only has the money, he has you know the looks, definitely a look, and a lot of it too because of that giant head. And he's got a lot of business experience. So, Christine, I think that. Uh, you know, as long as you don't murder him like you did to the last guy, if I remember correctly, this could be a bright new future for you. You can do that to me if you want. If that's what you're into. I'm. You know what? I'm actually dating somebody. I have a boyfriend. Okay, Christine, there's no need to lie. To I know you, you don't have a boyfriend. Going to a car with some guy. No, you've been in and out I of do prison. Have a boyfriend. You've been in the rehab pizza hut or whatever it was. I okay, have a boyfriend. Meet? We go to each other's mm-hmm. houses. That sounds and... like a lie. We That's, spend time that together sounds like something that up. someone who doesn't have a boyfriend it's says. Not we a go lie. to each other's houses. That doesn't sound like anything real. What do you mean? We do. That's like one of the only things we okay, do. Well, that sounds we like eat a bit dinner of a together. This guy, okay, well, this guy can take you to the Fungos Pogs Museum. He can go any really where because he lives in a house that has a car made into it. You know, He's got a giant head. He's the whole package, Christine. Well, I will leave that package on the shelf because I already have a package of my own. And we've been dating for three weeks. Mm, okay. Well, this timeline doesn't really line up. Ronald, I think that uh, this is a bit of a false flag situation with Christine. It's not. It's a bit of a mess here, Ronald. And, you know, whatever you can do with it, uh, she is yours. And we want to thank you for coming into the podcast. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for having me. I'll do anything that Christine wants. Bye. Can one of you point me in the direction of the way out? I just, my head is fixed forward now forever. Mm. So if one of you could just turn me around. Yeah, for sure. So just stand up and then just kind of shuffle to the left 
and I will hold okay. open the podcast door, the main podcast door for you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, his head is going to get stuck uh, on the way out, but Ronald, we want to thank you for coming in. Bye. I am 16, and my friend from school is getting married next month. However, my mother does not approve of her getting married at such a young age and has forbidden me to go to the wedding or even talk to her. How can I convince my mom to let me go to the wedding? I mean, she's got to get married so she can break up with the mom, right? Christine, what are you eating over, what are you eating over there, Christine? Macaroon. No food in the booth. It's a snowball. So there's a sign right outside that says no food, and you could really jeopardize my standing. I don't think here they can hear me at the library it. studios. I don't think they can hear me chewing. You're gonna leave your chocolate fucking paws all over the coconut flakes. Yeah, they're gonna get your hands all coconutty, and you're gonna spread that over to the equipment. Um. Yeah. So I, this is a breakup for me. I would say leave the mom. If you if you go to this wedding and it's like super young people getting married, you'll meet another young person there and you can get married too. And then you never have to go back to your mom. You can move into their place. All right, kind of a lackluster take that I blame on, you know, your hands full up with those coconut balls. Just kind of focused on that. It seems like she swapped one addiction for another. So <clears throat> for me, this is a big breakup. I have to agree with Christine on that, even though her rationale and really thought process wasn't really into it. And I kind of question her being here in the first place if she's not really fully committed. But I think that there's nothing more romantic than a teenager marrying another teenager. Your mom doesn't want you to go to this wedding, this teenaged wedding and wish them well, because she has some unresolved issues of her own. I think you need to get out of here as soon as possible. Get down to that teenage wedding and start getting together with some mm -hmm. of these teens. I think that nowhere are you going to meet a more willing group than uh, a teenaged bridal party. So 16 and up is what I'm seeing here. Mm -hmm. So break up with the family, break out of that house, maybe do a two for one special, see if you can get married at the same time. And then of course, break up with that teenaged spouse because that is not going to work long term so you're going to want to get into that sort of a training wheel scenario and then get out of that as soon as you can mm -hmm. i have come to realize my marriage is simply one of convenience my husband is a negative controlling person who has developed no friendships or interests of his own and i have to battle with him to even have a day to myself what advice can you offer to a woman like me, stuck in loveless marriages without, what? What advice can you offer to women who are like me, stuck in loveless marriages without the resources to live in the lifestyle we are accustomed to? Yeah, I guess the advice that I would give you is totally break up this marriage. Probably go to some parties, uh, meet someone else, kind of have like, okay, this is the next person that I'm going to, you know, financially depend on, it, get that all secure, then break up with this guy. So there's just, there's no time where you have to really worry about that stuff. Mm. Yeah, this is a big breakup. He doesn't have time to develop these friendships or interests because you, you've taken so much of it. That's the lifestyle that you're accustomed to is this 24-7 attention. So by all means, break up 
and see that this fairy tale that you're dreaming about is just not possible. Again, Christine, I'm just gonna ask you to keep all that chocolate off of the booth and if you could just hold off on eating that. Your mouth is just stuffed with these coconut. I'm keeping it off of the booth. I'm keeping it off. Listeners, can you hear me? Because I don't the think... The audio is, is quite distinct. Uh, also, you've got chocolate all up the length of the mic. Somehow you've got it on the mic arm. You've just been touching everything in the room. There's chocolate everywhere, Christine. Okay, well, I wasn't paying attention. I move my hands around a lot. Can you blame me? Yeah, I can, because I, I asked you specifically not to bring the chocolate in here, not to eat it at the booth. This is my library card that they've got at the front desk. Yeah, you're right. They're going to come in here... And they're going to think it was me. And, I, you know, I'll give them your information. But again, this is me that's going to get in trouble. I don't want to have to move libraries again, Christine. Yeah, that's fair. That OD that you had two weeks ago, I'm not allowed to go to that branch that anymore. It wasn't an OD. Mm. That was dehydration at best. Low P, BP, blood pressure. Mm. I have dated a lot of women over the years, including actresses beauty contest winners, and models. And all of them would dress up in lingerie when I told them to, except my current girlfriend, Amanda. Amanda says if I love her, I should be turned on whether she's nude or wearing lingerie. But the problem is, she's not in the best shape, and lingerie would hide that. How can I get her to hide her tummy? You know, I I used to date this guy. Well, we he says we were sleeping together, but which we were, but I say we were dating. It was at that point. He would always demand that I wear, like, super baggy clothes, like, full pants that are super baggy, like, khakis, and then, like, two t-shirts, two sweaters, a full hat, and then a toque on top of the hat, and then one of those little nets in front. Like, just so much clothes, so many socks. Mm -hmm. It was the only way that he could, um, you know, Mm -hmm. get, get her done. And But it was too mm. hot for me. I'd finish mm. it off and it'd be like I sweat out five pounds. So, I mean, I just started counting it as like my workout for the day. Mm. You know, I question how you were able to, um, you know, be intimate at all with that many clothes on. You just use it like a kitchen knife and you just make a hole in every layer. Okay. The now, thing is you got to make them line up once they're on, which is tough. But don't try to cut them while they're on. Trust me, mm-hmm. don't do it. Not a lot of people need that disclaimer to not stuff a knife up into their crotch, Christine. But I do appreciate you're out here helping people uh, every step of the way. And again, Christine, get that chocolate off of the table. Brent, I'm Christine, really depending on these right Christine, now to keep I my energy up. You say you want this big energy from me, and I'm happy to do that. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, right now, mm-hmm. I need chocolate to get there. I, I you know, I turned away for one second. There's chocolate handprints all over the walls. No, there's not that much chocolate in Christine, here. there's chocolate everywhere. And I just want this record to show, this audio record. I was not responsible, and I did everything I could to get Christine to stop eating this chocolate all over the studio. Well, I don't have wipes. Do you have wipes? No, I don't, Christine. And even if well, I did, wipes are not going to get chocolate out of library carpet. It's, it's all over the floor. Chocolate is there's the least of this all over carpet's the floor. There's worries. There's like M&M's. Reese's peanut butter cups, peanut butter just ground on you. You're just stepping on it under your heel. What is it? An eat more bar? Do you think they sold those anymore? It's great, Christine. This is uh, this is a mess. I threw all the wrappers around. Okay, Christine, do not put chocolate on top of the mixing board. Christine, do not. I'm not do putting not put chocolate on here. I just need to move this. Christine. 